Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. As we look in verse 12, it says, It happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus, and he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Now, this man must have heard about Jesus, about the demons that had been cast out, about, about the, the sick that were healed. And, and as he's thinking about that, he's thinking, you know, Jesus can help me too. A man with leprosy. And so he goes against the social laws, the social customs, and he goes into this town to find Jesus. It's interesting, leprosy is not simply looked at as a disease to be cured in the Bible. It's, it's really different. You know, you, you hear about the infirmities that Jesus cured, but not when it comes to leprosy. Leprosy was a filth that had to be cleansed. You didn't get healed from leprosy, you got cleansed from leprosy. And leprosy, as you know, probably if you studied the Bible at all, leprosy is a type of sin. And it works in, in a sense in the physical the same way that sin works in the spiritual. It starts deep within. It's really a heart issue when it comes to sin. But it, even with leprosy, it starts deep within. And it starts to attack the inside of your body. You don't even necessarily know that you have leprosy until one day the repulsiveness of leprosy comes upon you. And you, the first sign of leprosy is you lose the feeling in your fingertips and your toes. But it's not even something you necessarily notice. It's, it comes on so subtly. Until one day you drop something heavy on your foot and you don't feel it. And you're like, wait a minute. Something's wrong. And, and then it, it begins to affect other parts of your body. You start to put off an, a foul odor. Your breath is horrible. And your body starts to stink. And your voice starts to crack and get raspy. The corruption is seen in your clothing. You can spread it to your house. There's even instructions in Leviticus about tearing down a house that's contracted leprosy or clothing that has leprosy. Leprosy separated you. When you were diagnosed in Leviticus 13, it tells you how to diagnose somebody with leprosy. And as they've been set aside for several days and the leprosy hasn't gone away, what do they do with that person? They tell them to stay outside of the camp. They're not allowed to come into the camp anymore. So it separates them from their family and their friends. It separates them from society. It even separates them in a sense from God because they can't go to synagogue. They can't go to the temple. It separates them from everything. In a sense, it becomes a prison for them. The only people that they can be around are other lepers, and the other lepers don't even like the smell of them. Now, I, I've been, I've seen this up close and personal. I've been to a leper colony. I went to India in 2006, and we visited, it was actually one of our first stops 
in India was to, to stop at a leper colony. And they assured us there's only two wet lepers in this leper colony. What does that mean? Well, there's dry lepers and there's wet lepers, which sounds horrible, right? But there's dry wet lepers and there's wet lepers, and wet lepers means they're contagious. The thing about leprosy is if you contract it somehow, which they don't know how you contract it, they just know that it's contractible. But if you contract it, you probably won't know for 10 years because that's when it manifests itself within that first 10 years. After that, you're pretty safe. So I'm finally safe. After 2016, I was like, okay, good. I think I'm clear. Kind of a, it was funny because when I got back from India, I had this sore in my mouth. I was like, is that leprosy? You know, but, but the, the people, they, they do, they have, you know, these, these problems, you know, they, their face starts to shrivel up and, and sink in because the cartilage in their body starts to deteriorate. It doesn't just attack your nervous system, it attacks your cartilage. And so you begin to look different. It begins to corrupt your, your insides and you start to stink and that draws the rats in. And honestly, the reason that lepers don't have fingers and toes and arms sometimes, oftentimes it's just because the rats came in and chewed them off while they were sleeping. There was a guy who worked with lepers and he discovered that if he could give them a kitten when it was small, it had to be small, it couldn't be a, a older cat, otherwise bad things might happen. But if he had a, a young cat that, that grew up with them, then they could put it on a leash and sleep with the cat and it would keep the rats away. That's crazy. That's, that's the life that they live. But it was incurable. It was terminal. It, it wasn't like other diseases that your body might fight off. Once you had leprosy, there was no curing you or no cleansing you. Only the Messiah, Jesus, could cleanse the leper. And that was one of the things that they believed. Leprosy wasn't something that people recovered from. I mean, who got cured of leprosy in all of Israel in the Old Testament? Miriam. Yeah, she contracted it because she she rebelled. Her and Aaron rebelled against Moses, and, and so Moses, you know, you know, standing there, all of a sudden Miriam breaks out in leprosy in her whole body. And Moses, being as he tells us, the meekest man in the world, prayed for Miriam. And the Lord said, "Hey, if a man spits in his wife's face because she shamed him, doesn't she have to sit outside the house for seven days?" Miriam's going to have to sit outside the camp for seven days. And after seven days, she can come back in. And so everybody mourned and waited for her. And seven days, she was cured. But that's not like somebody who contracted the disease somehow and started to die from it. That was kind of a different thing. Nobody has ever been cured of leprosy, except for Naaman the Syrian. And of course, he wasn't an Israelite. And yet, in Leviticus chapter 14, there was a place where it says, this is what you do on the day of the cleansing of the leper. And so they knew. They knew there was a day when that was going to happen. Paul alludes to this leprosy when he speaks of sin in, in Ephesians chapter 4, 4, verse 17 through 20. And we wouldn't pick it up normally just from what we know, but he uses a lot of phrases that were specific to people with leprosy. In verses 17 through 20 of Ephesians 4, he says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. And that's when a leper would be alienated. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being, and here's the phrase that tips us off, past feeling. That was what they would say. A, a leper got to the point where they were past feeling. They'd lost all sense of, of feeling. Have been given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. Luke describes this man 
at being a physician, he describes him as full of leprosy. He, the, the word means the advanced stage of leprosy. This man was about to die. He was in the lion stage where his face had kind of collapsed in on itself and he started to have that lion appearance. And I met lepers that were in this stage. He's near death. As far as the Gospels tell us, this is the first man to come to Jesus with leprosies because leprosies wouldn't be in the synagogue or the city. That was against the law for them to, to enter the city. And yet here's this man who comes to the city because he believes that Jesus can cleanse him if he is willing. Here's a man who believes Jesus can. How often have you believed Jesus won't or Jesus can't? You know, I, I think that that's been something that I've struggled with over the years. You know, I know my own sin. I know when I make mistakes and I know when I've blown it. When, it, when, when I'm suffering is because of something stupid that I did. I spent that money and now I'm overdrawn in my account. That's my fault. I can't go to God with that. I remember thinking those things as a young Christian. And then I, I, I realized at one point, I realized, wait a minute. I guess all of my sin from the very beginning was all my fault. And yet I came to Jesus and said, Jesus, will you forgive me of my sin? And he did. He cleansed me of all my sin. And in fact, it tells us that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In fact, saying that Jesus can't forgive me because it's my fault is like saying I'm too sick to go to the doctor. It's just silly. And so this man believes Jesus can. And it says in verse 13, he put out his hand and touched him saying, I am willing be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. When we make our requests known to God, it's important that we yield to God's will. He, he said he came with complete faith that Jesus can. I know you can, but he says, if you're willing. Remember, Jesus even prayed that in the Garden of Gethsemane. Not my will, but your will be done. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but sometimes God just does, right? He just answers our prayer right then. Bam. Sometimes God says, no, I have a different purpose in this for you. And sometimes God says, wait. And yet we can be very impatient. And I know anytime I get sick or one of my kids gets sick, and believe me, I spend a lot of time in the doctor's office with six kids. It's like I'm a frequent flyer. They know me, you know, but I've gotten to the point where the kid's sick. Okay, let's pray over you first. <laughs> and if you don't feel better, then I guess God has a reason for us to go to the doctor's office. I guess there's a reason, you know, I need to talk to a doctor or a nurse or somebody in the waiting room. And I don't know how many times that's happened to me where I'm sitting in the waiting room waiting to go into the doctor's office and there's somebody. Oh, hi, Pastor Mike. Sorry, I haven't been in church in seven months. Let's talk. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.